So, tonight, it's welcome to the seat of my couch. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I shan't be taking you to the toilet. Uh, no, I've had quite a heavy day today. Thinking about things and... You know, there's just so much going on at the moment, isn't there? Really, there is this. It's it's quite a it's quite a quite a trying time, really. You know, aside from the work of of fighting with seams of rock as I dig the pond. Oh my days! Formation layer of rock minus one fifty. Okay, so I've got to I've got to rip out the formation in this layer of rock. And how are we going to say about that? Well, we have to live. We have to lift the whole slab of rock, all the way across the bottom for 150 mil. So how much does that mean? Well, that that means that we end up with a slab of rock that's about between 650 and uh, and 800 thick, being ripped out. And oh my days, sitting there on that slab of rock, ripping it out in chunks. Oh, soul destroyer. Soul destroying if you're a machine driver. More rock and roll than a Bon Jovi concert is all I can say to that. But yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to my life. <laughs> um, serious thing to chat about tonight. Because, um, because I'm sick and tired of seeing, seeing the platitudes there on social media. Social media is a wonderful thing. It's it's how it's how many of us interact these days. You know, it's how it's how we find one another. It's how we how we search for information through social media. We, you know, we're all interactive these days. We search for what we want on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, on Bitchute, on YouTube. And there's lots of interesting stuff. Lots of good stuff. You know, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, you know, you can you can entertain yourself no end. And we do. And we do. So what's the purpose of, of tonight's chit chat? Um the purpose of tonight's chit chat is that I would like to talk about mental health mental health awareness and suicide because this weekend we we got more news from Mindfuhrer you know the imbecile in the badly fitting suit and even worse hairstyle has decided to throw us headlong into yet another lockdown over the Koof Koof. Regular listeners will know my feelings on the Koof Koof. And if you don't, scroll all the way back to episodes 1 and 2 and be enlightened. But yeah. Let's, um, let's see where we go with this because I'm not entirely sure. But... There's a there is a great organisation called Mates in Mind. It's a you know it's a wonderful hashtag to follow. But 
Hashtags aren't phone calls. Hashtags aren't a pint down the pub. Hashtags aren't fish and chips by the beach. Hashtags aren't off-roading for the day with your mates. Off Hashtags, just then they're no substitute for reaching out to your friends, to your family, to your community members and saying, are you alright? How you doing? Can I help you with anything? And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Because over the last... Over the last 20 years... Well, well, that's not entirely true. Over the last 30 years, mobile phone technology has come along immensely. The mobile phone sitting here in my hand, it is just, it's... Those of, those of you old enough to, uh, to remember them, there was the, there was the Motorola um, car battery jobber. Do you remember? Do you remember that one? The the, the it was um, the only way I can describe it is a car battery with a handset on the top. Yeah, uh, yeah, that one. Um, Vodafone, Vodafone was 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 the popular network of the day, as was Cellnet, as was um, as was Cellnet. And today, you know, well back then that you couldn't even send a fucking text message. You could not even send a text message. That's how primitive phones were. And as time progressed, technology progressed, microchips, etc, etc. And now, now we have this touchscreen pocket rocket, is the best way to describe it, that you can do everything with. I'm recording this podcast on it right now. I'll have a video chat with the missus. I'll send me mum a text message. I'll ring up and order pizza. You know, I'll Google whatever I want. Well, actually, I don't Google. I use DuckDuckGo. It's much more. They don't record your data. They're, they're much more privacy orientated. They're not selling your shit to the Chinese. Calm. Calm. <sighs> But yeah, you can you can search for anything on the internet through this smartphone. You can listen to my podcast. You can connect via Bluetooth to handsets, speakers, cars, diggers even because I use my I connect to the digger and the, with the Bluetooth and keyboards and and oh you can just do, it's incredible, absolutely you can use the Wi-Fi signal. And you can connect to, to a Wi-Fi wireless router. You can connect to, to, to action cameras, GoPros. You can connect to drones and, and cars and all sorts. It's just amazing what you can do. You can use your phone as a mobile hotspot. If you want to, if you want to work off your laptop. It's just incredible what we can do with a phone. But we still have to tell people... We still have to remind them to pick up the phone, to ring their family, to ring their friends, 
I mean, there there is a there's there's a hashtag. You should search it out. Call your mate or call a mate. And it it basically it's it's a hashtag to remind you to ring your mates to see how they are, see how they're coping, see is everything all right. It's, a, it's bizarre. It's bizarre because when I grew up, we didn't have mobile phones. I wouldn't, you know, we actually, we, we had the house phone. We always had a landline. And we used to have a, we had a wall in the kitchen. And uh, we had a pencil. Used to have a pencil. Oh, God, I missed that wall. That was amazing, that wall. Because we had a pencil on a bit of string on a bit of tape, taped to the wall there. And uh, it was it was dead handy because the wall was the wall became the phone book in the kitchen. Because you could be you could be in the kitchen, you'd be like, oh, I just need to ring. And instead of going through the going through the file of facts looking for the phone number, you just used to look it up on the wall. Because I would write numbers on there, my sister would write numbers on there, my mum would write numbers on. It was great. You, everybody knew who everybody was needing to ring because the phone number was on the fucking wall. It was amazing. We weren't half primitive in our house when I was a kid. But all my mates were local. All my mates were just down the road. We went to school together, we went to army cadets together, we we went fishing together, we we, we did everything together. And now I've grown up. Now I'm an adult. Now I work up and down the country. Live in one part of the country, work in another, and at some point in time, I meet I, I meet everyone in the middle, or I try to, which means I use the phone a lot to keep in touch with people. It's my lifeline, if you like. But being a relatively solitary individual, I'm not fussed about seeing other people that much. I don't like people that much. Can't think why. I can't think why. But I'm not a big fan of people. And, you know, I'll be busy in life doing my thing, doing pleasing myself. And I'll forget to ring mum. I'll forget to ring the missus. And they'll ring me, which is good because. <sighs> Don't have to get busy sometimes. Especially these last few days on that rock. Oh, my days. But yeah. But we are at this juncture in our country now with the government that's going tyrannical, ordering another lockdown. And if we thought things were bad the first time round, this is another bite at the cherry to shut down pubs, to shut down restaurants, to radically alter a section of our community hub and social life, which was the, the pub, the social club, the, the restaurants where we, where we would meet, where we would join together you know, cinemas, etc., etc. All these businesses that have now been classed yet again as non-essential. 
by some bureaucrat in Whitehall. I mean, if I was a business owner, and that was my livelihood, I'm going to deem that business to be pretty damn essential, because that's what I use to pay my bills. That business is essential, because that's, that's part of the community hub. That's, that's where we meet our friends, that's where we go for a social drink, that's where we escape the missus and the nagging kids. But what, what are we doing exactly to people, to society? Personally, I, I, I do actually find it a little bit worrying. Actually, that's a lie. I find it very worrying. Because I saw some statistics at the weekend. Just before Mr Johnson decided that he was going to yet again overstep his authority and go tyrannical on the populace. That in 2019, in 2019 the statistics for suicide were 22 per day on average. That's 22 lost souls who took their own lives each day. Now that's, that's, not, in, in, that's not the statistics including attempted suicides. That's just those that <laughs> a bad way to put it, but that's just those that were successful. That's not those that tried, that's those that managed to do it. And the statistic that I found quite disturbing was that 37 people per day on average for 2020 succeeded in taking their own lives those lost souls succumbed to their own brutality that's that's pretty horrifying that's up 15 per day that's an increase per day were 15 lost souls and we haven't even got to the end of the year and summertime is traditionally a very happy time because the weather's nice you've got the sun on your face the warmth on your skin, the weather is with you, you can go places, you can do things. Winter is gloomy. Winter time for those who suffer with mental health issues is a, it is a gloomy time to be alive. And it is. 
there you, you can't deny that there's there is no denying that it's true but the question is how do we reverse this trend why why do these people feel so helpless why do these people feel so lost why do they feel so lonely why don't they have the support networks around them that they need where were their mates when they needed them I don't know whether I'm entirely well placed to talk about this subject or not but I can say that I have been there I've been in those darkest days where the light at the end of the tunnel could well have been the train How real do you, how how real how, how real do you want me to take it? I mean, do you want me to tell you the depths of despair? Do you want me to tell you about eighty mile an hour down the M twenty seven? Looking at that bridge abutment, thinking I could just peel this car off this road, hit that bridge abutment, and put an end to this shit show. I could hit that at eighty mile an hour and end this pain. End my suffering. Looking in the top of the toolbox and seeing the Stanley knife blades. All nice and fresh and oiled and clean. Thinking. Femoral artery. Wrists. Jugular. Nobody ever wants to talk about that. Nobody ever wants to hear that side of it and I get that I understand that because it's fucking grim it is grim nobody wants to know about the the bottle of whiskey and the medicine cabinet full of prescription painkillers that you could so easily overdose on Nobody ever wants to talk about those things. As though it's some dirty, sordid little secret like your little porn stash under the under the stairs. <laughs> I came out the other side of it and I came out stronger. Have a wobbly day here and there, but who doesn't? Every day I try to have a smile on my face and live every day like it's the last. Because you never know. Because you never know. All I really want to say here is reach out to people. Tell them that they mean something to you. Make an effort for them 
but not just for them. Make that effort for you too. Make that phone call that you should have made last week. Go for that last pint tonight or tomorrow night before we get locked down again on Thursday. Go for dinner. And once we are locked down, order takeaway. Order takeaway. Go to the off license, get a few cans. Meet up. Have something to eat. Have a chat. Talk about real shit. Make sure that people know that you're there for them. Tell them that you appreciate their friendship. And let them know that you'll be there for them through thick, through thin, and you will help them come out the other side of whatever it is that they're going through. Anyway, I could probably ramble on for quite a bit more, but just think about your people around you, your work colleagues, your friends, your family, your sons and daughters, your brothers and sisters, your mothers, your fathers and your aunts and uncles. The, free, the people in your community, the friends that you have, be there for them. Be, be part of their support network. And let them know that you need them to be part of your support network in return. Because this is a hard old life. And it ain't getting no easier. So take the time, be the friend, be the mentor, be the rock, be someone who is dependable within your family, within your community, and stay strong, because Lord knows we're going to need strong people in the future. Anyway. Nigel Williams signing off from the seat of the couch. Take care. Bye bye.